When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome to the Dogs Podcast. Let's kick this thing off. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, what's up, everyone? Thanks for checking out another episode of the Dogs Podcast. I want to say a special thanks to everyone who uh, checked us out. Uh, who's checking us out while we're live? Uh, leave your comments in the chat. We got it pulled up. We'll try to work it into the show. I want to give a big shout out to everyone who watched our last episode. It was our most uh, watched episode to date. Makes us feel really good. Uh, remember to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Please subscribe on YouTube. Also, a big first for us tonight here at the Dogs. We're actually live on the AGA Network. It's America's Greatest Awakening. You can download that on your uh, the AGA app on your smart TVs and your Roku's. Watch us on the big screen in your living room. I've done it, you know, with some of our past episodes. Not gonna lie, it's kind of sweet to see myself. I'm like a movie star. <laughs> so <laughs> if you wanna if you wanna watch us on your TV, you know, download the AGA app on your smart TVs, your Roku's. Check us out. You know, it's pretty cool. We're doing some pretty sweet things. Producer Josh over here has just got like five cameras in here. He's got every laptop in the world pulled open. <laughs> He's doing big things. Yeah, so if I'm not commenting on uh, the Brown stuff right now, it's because I'm making sure we actually are live. So, <laughs> Right. We appreciate you. Yes. Oh, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, you know, so let's dive into this. I don't know if you guys heard, but your Cleveland Browns are 6-3. and three, You know, 6-3. and three, The Cleveland Browns, nine games right. are 6-3. and three. I that's crazy to me. New last territory time, for the Browns. Yeah, most wins I've seen in my entire life over the last twenty seasons. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, right. just, but I mean, it is. It's very, uh, it's very exciting. Very exciting times for Cleveland fans. It's awesome. Uh, I didn't put in. I didn't think we got any injuries. I did see before I came in though that we put Andy Janovich on the COVID list. Yeah. Yep. So hopefully he can get off of that. I don't know if he tested positive or if he was just around somebody who tested he was positive. The positive, and then they. Uh, they did contact tracing, and they, they basically said there was no, you know, well, no you threats. Know, the fullback meeting room is him. It's very, very, <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Does anybody else think it's this contact tracing thing's a little bit suspect, though? Like, uh, Chris Hubbard was a positive test, and they contract, uh, contact traced, and he wasn't around anywhere else, anybody else. Yeah. What's he doing in practice? Well, they're like, hey, Wyatt Teller's <laughs> coming back this week, so just go be by yourself somewhere. Yeah, like, is he going up again? Like, What's he doing? He's but, going against the pad. Yeah, but hey, whatever. Contact I'll take trace it. that pad. Um, so I switched it up a little bit this week. Instead of doing, you know, what went right, what went wrong, I kind of liked, you know, the more open discussion that we had last week. So I went with, instead of what went right, I said what we liked. Um, 
So I'm just going to start off. How about the return of Nick Chubb? And then I put and Kareem Hunt. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, he because looked yeah. a lot different this week than what we've been seeing. And, you know, we said before, you know, Chubb went out, it was like Chubb kind of wore the defense down, and then Kareem Hunt would come in in the second half and look real explosive. It was kind of opposite this week. It's almost yeah. like Kareem Hunt wore the defense down, and then Chubb came in later. And do we does Nick Chubb give Kareem Hunt a spark, or do we think he was more banged up than they were letting on before the bye, and then the bye got him healthy, and then we're seeing – you know, more regular cream hunt because last few weeks, man, he's getting caught from behind all kinds of stuff. I mean, I'm a, a week off definitely probably helps. I mean, and you know, if we're, we're halfway through the season. Right. That's a lot of wear and tear. You know, I'm guaranteeing that all these guys, and we said it going into it, we were banged up, right? We, it couldn't have come at a, a better time as far as the bye week So, you know. Yeah, we got Wyatt Teller back too. So Kareem Hunt, a little bit more explosive because he wasn't getting hit two yards in the backfield because yep. our line was getting a good push against the Texans' uh, defensive front. Uh, Kareem Hunt played 38 of our 65 snaps, So and Nick Chubb played 28. So Hunt was on the field for 10 more uh, throughout the game. I was getting a little annoyed at Matt Millen, though. Who's oh, my just gosh. Like, the, who, Kareem, did we like the announcers at all? No. Uh, no, Matt, I didn't hear the game, so Matt yeah, Millen. Yeah. Oh yeah, You're you were there. You it. got your streak. You started a new streak. A new streak, yeah, right. a new streak. Every time Matt Millen or uh, Chubb would have a nice run, and Matt Millen would be like, oh, "I think Hunt would have got more." Bro, shut up! You yeah. obviously haven't watched a single Browns game this year. Like, give me a break, that guy. Yeah, they. I mean, they were constantly talking up the Texans too, and kind of making some excuses for you know their offense at times. It, was it the excuse Bill O'Brien? Because then that's legitimate. <laughs> I mean, I, I can it was, understand that. They just kind of, the whole game, they came up for reasons why the Texans weren't winning instead of just praising, you know, that the Browns were actually playing better on yep. defense, getting some stops, uh, which credit to our defense. Weather was terrible. Um, hopefully we uh, get to play a game where it's not 60-mile-per-hour winds that were uh, going out there, that's back-to-back games now for us. That the weather's been terrible, so it's another ugly Cleveland type of a game, um, but still a big win over Houston. Uh, a little off topic. How sick is it if you're Deshaun Watson, where you came out and you only <laughs> mustered seven points against the Browns, and then you, later that day you check your Twitter and you see that DeAndre oh. Hopkins caught that <laughs> yeah. hail mary pass? You know what I mean? Like, that how awesome. sick does that have to make him? That was awesome. Yeah, th- th- that play was insane. I thought, I'm not going to lie, I was watching the game on Sunday ticket and thought for sure that Buffalo just won the game. The pass to Diggs, I'm like, oh, there it is. And Oh, yeah, just absolutely. the Hail Murray, just <laughs> throwing the ball up, and Hopkins over three guys. And his interview, I don't know, you got to check out his press conference afterwards oh, if it. you haven't seen it. The dunking? Yeah, because like, yeah. it's, it's good. Yeah, I, I can't figure out the Cardinals. Every time I pick them, they lose, and every time I pick against them, they win. It's I can't figure. Well, it I out. like watching them, so I, you can keep picking against them because I like watching <laughs> them win because <laughs> that is a very fun team. Mm-hmm. Uh, defensively, they're not great, but they got some playmakers. Uh, Buddha Baker is one of my favorite defensive players in the league, uh, and then you got Hopkins with Christian Kirk is no slouch at wide receiver. You know he's in the league now a few years. Kenyon Drake looked good uh, coming back from his injury, and then Kyler Murray is just. I wish we had that Oklahoma quarterback. <laughs> you no kidding. You watch that. Watch that now. <laughs> uh, so another thing I liked, you know, I put in here Nick uh, Nick Chubb's selfless act by running out at the one, ending the game. 
destroying fantasy owners and betters alike. I wish you guys could have been at my house when he broke off for that run because for those of you guys who don't know, my wife has Nick Chubb on her fantasy team. <laughs> and you would have thought I just asked for a divorce. <laughs> he went out at the one and it was like, what? No. Why? <laughs> like it was unbelievable. And I, I just was sitting there laughing. Like I was like, man, that's hilarious. But I saw people talking like, you know, if we go up 10 there, we're still going to win. You don't know that. You don't know that. You First do of all, not know that. they got Deshaun Watson. Yeah. We're the Browns. Yeah. So I've seen so many times in my life where we have a 99.9999% chance of winning and that point oh oh one percent chance comes around a lot more often <laughs> yeah. in Cleveland than it doesn't. So I mean he he ended the game and you know, say he goes in and scores, Texans come back out, say they don't even win, but we have to put our defense back on the field, Miles Garrett tears yep. the ACL. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? So yep. that was such a smart heads up play by a guy it, that just it, I mean, he had a chance to it, it was and you gotta remember too that style points only get you in the playoff in college. Yes. Not yeah. the pros. Yep. Right. We don't need all those points. We need to take a knee and get out of there. Exactly. It's, it's the typical Nick Chubb kind of play. Like, he's that selfless team kind of player. guy, yeah. team guy. The crazy thing, so the game's ending, I kid you not, every person on that Browns roster walked up to him and tapped his helmet. Like, it was literally – and then afterwards on Twitter, Mac Wilson saying, you know, I love this guy, which is crazy because he got him hurt in, you know, preseason. Right. But um, just super high Q like, football play. Right. Yeah, I definitely like it. It's obviously, you know, selfless. He's always all about the team. That's one of the reasons we, you know, love that he's a Cleveland Brown so much um, in that game. But just on that play, so let's say that burst that he had. So any questions that we kind of had on the knee injury, like when he turned that corner, it looked like he was going to lose two or three yards on the play. And then all of a sudden he was shot out of a cannon up up the sideline and was gone. 30 yards. So (laughs) – I was kind of gauging that, you know, going into this game. I didn't know if he was going to be as explosive as he was, you know, prior. And throughout the game, he really didn't have any big speed plays, I didn't feel like. Uh, But there he kind of showed, you know, he still got that gear to turn the corner and beat everybody, which is nice to see. His vision is so crazy good, too. Like, his touchdown run is set up to go right. And then, and he doesn't, it's, it's kind of like a weird vision, at least. Like, it's not a ton of like huge jump cuts. Barry Sanders, it's he like almost one move turns like his whole body. He'll like be running this way, and then he just like turns his shoulders and runs this way. And then he turns his shoulders, and, and it looks kind of weird, but nobody can catch him. Right, and nobody can touch him. Right. And he's he's kind of like the heart and soul of our team. I, I don't know. I mean, he just gives yeah. Kareem Hunt a, a, a you know a boost. And then, is there any surprise that we have our best rushing performance the week that White Teller comes back? I think those uh, two things are related. Uh, there's another thing, too, is not just Wyatt Teller, but somebody they're not talking about. What about Austin Hooper? Yeah. 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 What about Austin Hooper? Yeah, played, that guy was blocking everywhere. Yeah, he played 55 of the 65 snaps on offense. You know, a lot of people, my brother included, <laughs> said, you know, they hated the Hooper signing. And I feel like it's – he might not be putting up the gaudy stats that he was putting up in Atlanta, but I, th- I feel like he's super important to our team in the run game, and he's just a pro, Yep. Yeah. you know, and, and here's the thing is if we need him to make a big catch, then he has that ability to do that, you know, so how many times will the Browns have a guy like, oh, this guy can block, but if we throw him a, a third and ten pass with the game on the line, it's going off of his face mask. 
This guy can do both. He He's huge in our, our run game. And then if we need him to go out and make a big catch, he's got that ability to make that big catch. And I think it's just the kind of guy that helped change the culture of the Browns. Yeah, I agree. Uh, other snap count kind of looking. Harrison Bryant played 36 and Joku 23. So kind of seeing that split that I know I've kind of talked about if we wanted to see more Harrison Bryant rather than Njoku getting the more snaps. Uh, so that was nice. Andy Janovich at fullback saw 15, which is one of his highest of the year. Uh, had him obviously weather played into our game plan that we wanted to run the ball a lot. Stefanski kind of said that after the game that he knew the weather was going to be bad, so he kind of game planned that way that they weren't going to have to they weren't going to pass the ball. They kind of game plan that we're going to you know run the ball a well, lot. Good for Stefanski doing his research because we didn't. No, I'm pretty sure we projected oh. 38, 35 oh, yeah. Yeah. shootouts. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, the other guy that was on the field more than uh, the previous week before the bye was Donovan Peoples Jones was out there for 16 snaps. Uh, nice seeing him get some more work on the offense because he played well. I thought that he earned it, and then they kind of took it all away from him in one week. So, and I think that he's—I mean—he's a big, strong, physical guy. So him blocking it out on the edge, I, yep. I like what I see in plays where we're running to his side. He shows flashes of like he—he he could be real good. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we go back to it. Urban Meyer said this guy could be a top ten pick. I—I I definitely want to see him get more involved because I feel like every time. He, he does get a chance in the offense. Even if he, it's, it's only one catch, it seems like it was a big catch. Right. You know, and, and, and I, you know he didn't let it get to the body, caught it with his hands, made a nice move afterwards, got a first down. I see him blocking out there in the run game. You can't have a good run game like the Browns do if your receivers aren't willing to block. Agreed. Um. So, yeah, I definitely think he's earned more playing time. And I know we talked about this early in, you know, the year in our draft episode. We were like, you know, it's a high risk. Uh, or high reward, low risk pick to get him in the sixth round, and so far, in my opinion, it's it's paid off big time. Especially losing JoJo Natson early in the season, yep. right? Which I mean, that injury there kind of. I mean, that's really why Jones is getting the playing time because he wasn't even he was the healthy scratch almost every week. Why we had JoJo Natson, so kind of maybe a blessing in disguise a little bit that we're getting to play him a little bit more. Yep. You know, Natson's kind of that quirky, you know just really fast yes. type of a guy where Donovan people, Natson's not on the outside blocking on run, on <laughs> run plays. No. Uh, so, you know, I think it kind of helped us in a way that injury, you know, gave him the light to be able to come out and get some snaps. Uh, so another thing I liked about this game, no turnovers, um, playing in, you know, a tsunami, a hurricane, and we held on to the ball. Baker didn't throw any picks. Um, I know he didn't have great numbers, but another game where he didn't throw the terrible pass. There was no passes this game where I was like, who who are you throwing the ball to there? You know, mm-hmm. um, so no turnovers again. Um, I put, I love that the Texans scored and then kicked off to us and we messed up the kick return and got down to inside the five-yard line. How many times have we seen the Browns then go three and out, punt it out of our own end zone, and then the Texans go on, uh, game-winning drive with, you know, no time left, and we don't even get a chance. Yep. Yeah. Not this Browns team. You know, instead we just grind out 94 yards, never give them the ball back, just it's- suck the life right out of them and seal the win. This Browns team finds ways to win as opposed to my entire life. What is it, OIC, only in Cleveland? Yep. That's been the saying yep. my entire life. Only in Cleveland can you lose this way. And it seems like this <laughs> team 
in, in one season has completely changed, you know, the culture and the way that you can think about a Browns team. Texans were a real suspect too. Like they did a lot of things that I was just like, like, like burning all their timeouts, burning all their timeouts, uh, not taking no. the field goal at, you know, at the, I don't even know what yard. It felt like it was at like the three or four yard line when they had the fourth and one. Yeah. With the, uh, Deshaun, the, the pooch punt when you're the still ki- with the kicker. Yeah. You have another <laughs> chance to maybe put points on the board. I know like don't get me wrong. It was windy, but like, he already yeah, missed get one get though. Point. Yeah. Get point. I, yeah, I take, take points. I don't get that. Get at it. least see, you know, I do want to give a shout-out to Cody Parkey, too, because, you know, we kind of talked about, you know, we signed the double doink. Yeah. He's been Consistent. very good been for good. us. Very good. And, you know, I might not want to put him out there for 55-yard field goals, 60-yard field goals, but he's done exactly what we've asked him to do. Yeah. And how many t- a couple times this year these kickers have come into Cleveland and they've missed field goals, and Cody Parkey's made field goals. And that was the difference in this game. Their, their field goal kicker missed it. Ours made his. Yeah. So he's been very consistent for us. Something we haven't had, what, since Dawson left? No, we haven't. Yeah. And even just watching the other games across the slate this weekend, you see some of these just simple extra points that get missed, but it throws everything into flux mm-hmm. because all of a sudden it's like, oh, shoot, now we don't have that seven-point lead. It's only a six-point or whatever it is, and then you've got to try to maybe take a two-point conversion later on or the other. Yep. You know, it's just it really changes the whole outcome of the game moving forward. So, yes. right. yeah. Good thing we have not been mentioning Parky, which means he's been doing good. I like yes. the shout out; he deserves it. Yeah, it, it's good to have a kicker that's like, okay, I'm not on the edge of my seat every time he goes out there. Yeah, and you know, like I, I'd love to have a guy that can bomb sixty yarders, but you know, considering I'm used to watching us have guys who can't consistently make thirty yarders, I, I'm loving what I'm seeing out of that. I don't feel worried when he goes out there to kick. Right, and I, I mean, we kind of we do. We've gotten on Browns kickers in the past. Uh, one thing with our kicking and, you know, credit to Parky is Cleveland's not an easy stadium to kick in, uh, wind swirls coming off the lakes. Uh, so it's not, Phil Dawson was great at it and he's one of the, you know, the greatest kickers of all time. You can put him up there with pretty much anybody. There's not a lot of Justin Tuckers out there that can make a field goal anywhere. doesn't matter what building you get, you know, like a Matt Prater's got the long leg. He can kick, you know, 60 yarder, but other kickers now we've seen Goskowski kind of struggle. You know he was a big guy for New England for a few years. Now he struggles in Tennessee. Um, so yeah, credit Parky because Cleveland's definitely not an easy place to kick in at all. Uh, I, and I think a huge thing is the Browns are one of the best red zone offenses in the league this year. So yeah. we're not forcing, you know, we're not trotting our kicker out 10 times a game like we used to. Right. You know, we're like, hey, can you make one or two a game for us? And, right. And Just some extra points. Just, yeah. And, and lately we to, haven't we haven't scored a lot of touchdowns, so we don't need those either. Right. <laughs> well, these games have been ridiculous. I was I read an article, and I forget who it was by um, this morning, actually, and they were saying, you know, the Browns need to move on from Baker Mayfield, <clears throat> excuse me, because the last two games, they were kind of putting up his stats and, and oh citing God. like yeah. his performance in the games based on his stats. They didn't right. do any research. I'm like, they did, yeah, exactly. Didn't. Because Baker's actually played very well. Yes, like you said, but like he's not making mistakes. That in games like where the weather's like that, that's what you want out of your quarterback. Is just don't lose the game. Manage. You know, we've got the running backs. We're going to run the ball. Which it's all you can do in that game. I mean, I've nobody's been tougher on Baker Mayfield than me this year, probably at least in this group. But yeah, and I'll give you that. There's yep. nothing. I can't say anything about his performances the last two weeks because of the weather. I mean, Deshaun Watson only threw for 160 yards. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. 
Yep. We have on one of the worst passes. We have one of the worst defenses in the league. Right. You know what I mean? So the, you know, Derek Carr didn't light it up passing the ball in that Raiders game against us. You know, they just ran it down our throats. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we'll see this Sunday when it's 58 and sunny. You know, we'll get into our Eagles preview, but I can't judge Baker on on these last two games at all. I, well, And I will say, though, um, what I thought was really one of the biggest plays in the game, 3 nothing after they missed their field goal, 3rd and 18. The pass to Higgins yep. on third and eighteen. I mean, name. I mean, going into that, I was like, okay, well, let's just get some of this and punt it and pin them deep. I mean, it wasn't thinking, okay, we're gonna pick up the first down. We end up going down. That was the drive. We end up getting a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb scored. Um, so, kind of looking at that, anytime that the Browns have third and long uh, or third and medium, I, you know that we're gonna have to almost throw the ball. So if we're not in that third and three, third and four, that's when you kind of we've seen Baker make mistakes because everybody knows he's going to have to throw to pick it up. So it's kind of nice to see in a big situation like that, we were able to convert, get the first down. I don't want to seem like a flip flopper on my fans. By no means am I saying that I think am I sold on Baker yet? I just don't think these la- you can. Our, these the evaluation has been put on hold. Exactly. Yeah. There's nothing you well, can. Oh, well, here I'll put the, I'll put it in perspective. Okay, so they kick the or they get the touchdown right end of the, towards the end of the game, ten seven. Okay, and Blake, you talked about it. We get pinned deep in our own end zone on the kickoff. Here's our drive: Cream Hunt, right tackle. Cream Hunt, right tackle. Cream Hunt, left tackle. Cream Hunt, left guard. And that's how we move the ball down the field. Uh, but credit our offensive line too for getting the push down there. It's not easy because they knew we were going to run the football. Um, but on that drive, you know, on that first set of downs, we had a third and one. That's crucial. If we're sitting third and eight in our own end zone, yep. and we're punting from our own end zone, yeah, we're, we're that's losing. that's brown. That's Browns that we've seen yep. year after year after year. Uh, so it's nice that we have two running backs, and Kareem Hunt had that burst, and Wyatt Teller. I think that was the key of the game, having him back. I yeah. felt like it was kind of like a return to their identity as far as like what yeah. they've, they've been trying to do. Both our running backs over 100. I mean, yep. that is how we were beating people yeah. in the beginning of the First year. time since 1966 that two Browns running backs have rushed for 100 yards in the same game. Really? Yeah. 6.6 for Chubb average, 5.5 for Hunt. Both on 19 carries. See, and that's what we were doing in the beginning of the year. It helps when you're healthy. Yes. You know, like like against that Raiders, you know, we kind of gave the offense a pass because we were missing Teller, Chubb, Hooper. Odell, Hooper. You know, we didn't have, you know, half 11 guys start on offense. We didn't have half of our starters. Right. So, you know, we, we get back to our identity this week and we're forced to basically be one-dimensional. Some would argue the Browns always are kind of one-dimensional because – of quarterback play, but you know, the weather is really, really forced our hand this week. And it was kind of like how we knew the Raiders were going to run the ball on us last game and we could do nothing to stop it. Texans knew we were going to run the ball on them and they could do nothing to stop it. Yeah. It was nice to be on that. It feels good to be able to go out there and impose your will. Um, I, I will say quick, but I, I, there are a couple of those passes and I know there weren't many cause we weren't throwing the ball much in that game. But when Baker's going to Higgins, he just, the it's connection there yeah. seems, yeah, it's different. It's like, it's a strong connection. It's not Baker to Odell. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll get into this, but. <laughs> oh, real quick, though, I did look up, because I, I think maybe we ought to start doing our research since we 
root for Cleveland. And right. I'm looking at the weather, and this is obviously uh, early in the week, so 58? we're looking at the weather. Yeah, it's going to be warm, but now yeah. it's saying 50% chance of rain. How strong were the winds? Uh, so I told him, <laughs> I went with my brother-in-law, which it was a good time. We had a good time. But so we're we're looking, I'm taking my hat off, taking my coat off. It's hot. I'm like, I have like eight layers on because it's Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And I look to my right as the national anthem starts and this black cloud is rolling over the stadium. And I'm like, oh man, I'm like, hey, we're about to get poured on. Get your poncho out. Before even the national anthem was over, we were like getting evacuated out, out into the tunnel. <laughs> That's crazy. And they said 71 mile an hour. So 71? Yeah, 71. Oh, never mind. This is saying there's they're projecting 13, 14, 15. Oh, that's nothing. I did, I did like 40, 50, and then 70. We're good. You know? Baker's, uh, Baker's is, throwing 300 this yeah, week. Yeah, so. this is nothing. I talked to Justin this morning about this. Some, you know, football purists and Cleveland people might get at me for this, but I wish they would have build a dome with a retractable roof. No. I, I argue this. I, I like it's it's like AFC North. Like I grew up like, I don't want to I don't I'm tired. I don't want to watch bad football because of weather. Yeah. I don't want the Browns to lose out on a playoff chance because we're stuck playing in 60 mile per hour winds and our field goal kicker misses a field goal because of it. Yeah, I, but you're I don't taking away that. you're taking away the Cleveland atmosphere though yeah. if you take the, if, you, if you do that. Yeah. What's the the Cleveland what's the Cleveland atmosphere losing? The well no, the weather <laughs> he, he, that you have to come to Cleveland. He's the weather to, you have to come to Cleveland to play in like yeah, I don't know huge, many teams that people want to come to Cleveland to play. You're right. It's the weather's a huge advantage for Cleveland. We're if we have two running backs that can just pound the ball. Yeah. Absolutely. If we had well, a good, if we had no. a really good, I saw a pretty good argument too about you know as far as the economics of of the stadium in Cleveland, like yeah. you're you're going to have fewer fans typically when the weather's like that, you know, especially if it's like November, December when it's freezing cold out, you're gonna get winds like that. You're not gonna fill the stadium as easily, especially if it's a losing team like we know so well. And if you put a dome on it, you, you can host things in that sure. stadium all year round. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Major concerts and things. I'm cool. I'm keeping I'm it go, open. I'm cool. I'm going up there what to watch the Browns. Do? So do we have two domers and two? I, I can tell on. you, I, I sat through two crappy games and not one fan left the entire time. I don't care about the fan. I care about the quality of play. Oh, well, <laughs> there's a reason why the Super Bowls played in domes. They're not going to play a Super Bowl in Cleveland. I promise. you. I know not. because we don't have a dome. <laughs> right, but okay, we don't have the nightlife in Cleveland to be hosting a Super Bowl. You know, what, what are mean? they gonna do? Have everybody up in the nine just kicking it? <laughs> Come on now, bro. No, we don't, have, awesome. we don't have that. That's we don't have the, it like that's there. not the point. That's, yeah, not that's the a big <laughs> part why they do it in Miami and stuff like that because they have a nightlife and they like do an it in warm weather climates where the weather's good. Or they do they it. They did in, in Indianapolis. They did it in New York. Yeah, New bro, York yeah. isn't far away. And they were panicking like crazy because it was supposed to be a blizzard and they got lucky. Well. Yeah, well, I do remember that. Sometimes yeah. you got to play. I mean, in those elements, I don't think that. I mean, I think it benefits other teams to play in a dome. He, he tried I to tell it, me this morning that it was an advantage for Cleveland for to make these teams come play in our weather. We went one in thirty-one. How much of an advantage is the weather? The, the advantage in those. <laughs> the, we went one in thirty-one. Yeah, right with Hugh the, Jackson. Well, those advantages Before were Hugh Jackson. We were playing those teams. We in the last twenty years, roster. the Browns have the lowest winning percentage by a mile of every team in the NFL. So the weather's just a huge. What advantage. about Pittsburgh? What about Baltimore? What about teams that do it in the same weather and they? And those teams win not because good. those teams 
win, not because, because of they talent. Have, yeah, not and because of a weather advantage. I'm just saying. I no. think if you There's have a great running game. You just proved my point. No, great All running right, game, guys. great defense. <laughs> you can do some things with good weather. You just proved my point. Bad if you're saying that Heinz Field isn't an advantage for the Steelers, you're I don't crazy. know. I, I, yeah. You are crazy. Do you think, think they win games because of the weather in Pittsburgh? Or do you think they win games because they're better than they the They win games team? because their culture is winning games. Exactly. Okay, did, you see, did you see so, what they said about Mike Tomlin when they asked him about never having a season ever I, under 500? And he was like, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, yeah. he was, I mean, that was basically and what he said. He was Steelers like, so what? Yeah, they want to get rid of him. Yeah, right okay, know they I'll, I'm going to throw something out there, though, about the weather. I don't know who, if anybody paid attention on Monday night. Lamar Jackson could not play in the weather that happened in New England. That happens. It's not a factor, man. It, that it's ha- not a factor. That happens on a normal basis. The announcers even said, we were here on Wednesday, and the Patriots were out practicing in a monsoon, just like what was happening on the field. And Cam Newton it ran the offense without any complications at all. Lamar Jackson couldn't do anything. Cam Newton looked good on Monday night. Well, and how about, I know we're kind of switching gears real quick, but Calais Campbell not being on the defense for Baltimore. Huge you see difference. their running game? Yeah. Damian Huge Harris was difference. all over them. Damian yeah. Harris looked good. He could do anything he Rex wanted. Rex Burkhead yeah. looked good. Cam, I mean, props to New England. And Baltimore, uh, I got a friend, Cody, He, t- he you know, he's saying their se- he told me their season, they're done. Oh. Because they got all these injuries wow. that they're done. They're not done. Now, they, have, done. they have a ton of injuries on their lines both offense and defense feels like they got a key player going down every week they just paid i forget what the guy's name was last week got the huge contract offense alignment and then he got hurt in the game yeah can't well, remember his name just like three stanley te- was it ronnie stanley Is that there's a few teams the browns to need to start time. losing some games they're one of them yeah or uh, the it, dolphins or the raiders we need one of those three teams to kind of go on a skid yeah so i had the standings pulled up right now baltimore sitting at the seven seed they got the head-to-head against us um we're sitting on the playoff outside looking in and we have the advantage over the six and three Titans. so right now there is one two three four five six teams sitting at six and three in the afc the only reason we're ahead of tennessee is because we win the tiebreaker on win percentage in common games uh, so that Tennessee Titans game that's coming up, it's going to mean a lot. We've already lost to Oakland. They're sitting in Miami showing that, you know, they were a playoff team this year, kind of out of nowhere, surprising some people. So 10 and six might not get you in. No, I think you got to win the games, um, against the bad teams. You got to beat the Eagles, got to beat the Giants, got to beat the Jets, got to beat the Jaguars. And then I think you got to try to steal one from either the Steelers, Titans or Ravens. Yeah. Or you need, if you don't steal one of them, you're. You need help. Yep, and I want to control my own destiny. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And the Ravens, though, see this. I keep going back to last year. Whenever we looked pedestrian against them once, and then we play them the other time, and it was completely different story. I I don't want to say you know maybe we have some good fortune because that's not the Cleveland Browns way. But Tennessee all of a sudden looking a little vulnerable. Um, you know, not saying I I think you know we steamroll them or anything, but. I feel more confident about that game the closer we get to well, it than I did Tennessee, a couple weeks ago. Tennessee and Baltimore play each other this week. So somebody's losing a game there. That's nice. You know what I mean? So we're going to get – as long as we take care of business Sunday, we'll get a game up on somebody, yeah. right? Right. Well, and a big thing for us, like looking at these teams that are in the playoffs right now, um, that game on Thursday night, Indianapolis beating Tennessee takes over to lead in the division. Um, so now that puts Tennessee as looking at the wild card if they you know have the same record – 
doesn't work well for us. If we lose to Tennessee and Tennessee's a wild card, they got the head-to-head on us. That bumps us out. If Tennessee takes over that division, so we really need Tennessee to win that second matchup because we want Tennessee to win that division and the Colts have the to have up. to and yeah. have the Colts in the wild card situation because we got the head to head against them. Um, so there's some things you know it's going to be interesting how it plays out. It's crazy to think we might have this great winning winning record and not make the playoffs when we've talked about in the past. Like man, if we could have just went eight and eight this year, we'd have been in. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. You know, like and like I was saying, the Titans look you know a little bit vulnerable at times now. Ravens, we just talked about how. You know, their own fan base is selling them, you know, because of all the injuries. So maybe they're a little bit more vulnerable now. And then with any luck, we'll play the Steelers week 16 and they'll be sitting all their <laughs> starters. So there it, could be, be some, there could be, you know, looking at the, you know, those three games coming into the second half, we're going, man, it's going to be tough to get any of those three. And now, you know, it's still going to be tough to get them, but I feel a little bit more confident looking at them than I did, you know, two, three weeks ago. Even better for you. The Steelers game is week seventeen. So oh, okay. if they keep winning, they're they're not going to be playing starters week seventeen. Yeah, unless right they really that. just want to put it to us. I, and, which that's, that's a very. I mean, there's still a lot of bad. bad Let's put history. it this way: if they're sixteen or fifteen and zero going into week seventeen, yeah, maybe they want that perfect. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna. We gotta hope lose they lose point. one and They'll then. Lose some point. And here's the thing: I want to beat you know to be the best. You got to beat the best, but yeah, I'll take the playoffs because I'm not saying we're the best, so we don't need to beat the best this year. So um, we'll meet him in the playoffs. We'll yeah, see him in the playoffs. See so what we got. yeah, the the thing with Tennessee coming up down the road here that scares me though is Derrick Henry because watching Josh Jacobs just absolutely have his way with us. Yeah, <laughs> Derrick Henry is the size of two Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Colts just steamrolled them. Yeah, Tennessee. They, Tennessee's they the biggest problem is definitely, I think, is their defense. Their defense is not what it propelled them to the team they were last year. Right. Yeah, where they were just getting stops, you know, on every possession on defense, and then Derrick Henry was able to run it down your throat. They've been kind of forced to throw the ball a little bit more recently in some weeks. Tannehill's kind of proven that he's a decent quarterback, but he's kind of regressed a little bit. He's not the Tannehill we saw last year. Or even the beginning of this year. Right. Like the so first he's four kinda, weeks. Yeah, he's kind of, you know, tailing back a little bit. And that, you know, credit teams, we say this all the time. We see a quarterback go somewhere and it's got success. Now teams, you know, playing you a second time. They're playing you. They only got to play you once last year. They're playing you again. They got some film on you. They know what you're going to do. Uh, and they're able to adapt their game plan. And coming out of the bye, it was kind of nice to see Stefanski do some of the things that we were saying. Well, let's see what he does after having a week off after the evaluation of the first half came out to both of our running backs over a hundred yards rushing on the day. Baker didn't ask him to do too much. He had only had to make the throws when it counted. Um, and I thought, you know, Blake, I think you'd said it last week. He was going to focus on the defense um, over the bye, kind of pay a lot of attention, see what's going on there. And our defense played really well uh, in this game. I, for the first time I noticed more than just Ogan or uh, miles. Yeah. yeah, I saw Ogan Joby out there making some plays. Um, you know, Ronnie Harrison. Ronnie Harrison. Ronnie Harrison yes. looks like he could be a very good player for yes. us. Yeah. You know, so um, you know, while we're still actually before we move on to the, you know, what we didn't like, I do want to throw some love to the defense. We've been talking a lot about the offense. Yes. Yep. Um, you know, for a team that lives and dies on the turnover, we force no turnovers this game and still only give up seven points. You know, if you would have told me we're going to force no turnovers, I told you we're probably going to lose this game, and the Texans probably scored, 
and they were 30. Um, obviously, the weather helps that, but how nice was it to see the, the run defense bounce back, you know, in a big way? They only had 90 yards rushing. I think the Raiders had 200 yards after contact two weeks ago. <laughs> so, um, you yeah. know, it was it was big for the defense to come out and play this way. You know, in the second half of the season, you know, they're all must wins. Yeah, and the, the thing about this team is it just they look like a team that wants to win. You know what I mean? Like, how many times in years past we watched Browns teams and it's like you watch them out on the field and, all right, they're dogging it or they're slacking off here and there. You can Last tell they're – Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> whole year. That's what I was going to say. Hey, there like, you go. But now this year, boom, one-year turnaround. I mean, I think Stefanski, I culture, mean, gosh, yeah. he has done such a great job getting these guys new culture. Get your heads around what we're trying to do here. And, I mean, you see it on the field. These guys – there's they're some, playing. There's some football. fun chemistry going on if yeah. we, amongst those guys. If we finish the season we th- the way we think we're going to finish the season, you know, ten and six or so, playoffs or no playoffs, it's That's highway robbery. If Kevin Stefanski doesn't win Coach of the Year, mm. Brian, Brian Flores mm. in Miami yeah, is doing yeah. pretty decent, bro. Be, I mean, I, I, I trust the, me, I'm with you, but there are some other guys I, out yeah, there. It wouldn't be criminal. There has yeah, not I mean, there's been other guys. a franchise in sports that has been more laughable more abysmal and more about losing than the Cleveland Browns. Like no. Miami over the last 20 years. But you're the you're going to no. you're going to look at a Steelers team that's probably going to be 14 yeah. and 2 or 15 and 1. I get it. But, but they were expected to do that. Everybody a, everybody they were Super Bowl contenders preseason. Yeah, but it's the NFL. Just cuz you're expected. I mean, the Ravens were favored in every single game this year. Right. But the Browns Peter King had us as like the 42nd ranked roster coming into this season. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think there were a couple college teams on that list ahead of us. Yeah, I remember. So, I don't want to, if, you know, if postseason comes out, we're 10 and 6, 11 and 5, and all these people all of a sudden start talking about, well, they should have done this. They had, look at the roster, but I don't want to freaking hear that because preseason, all you heard was 4 and 12, you know, 5 and 11. Right. I don't want to hear that. The Not thing is, me, coach bro. of the year in the NFL, you know what? Give it to whoever you want. Stefanski's coach of the year in my heart, baby. Yeah, <laughs> no, like for this guy like for that. years, I man. Like that. <laughs> and I give a lot of credit to Andrew Barry, too, with the culture yeah. turnaround because yeah. uh, I was talking to my friend this morning, and he was like, I thought for sure right before the trade deadline we were going to trade in Joku, especially after he dropped that big pass. But this this regime doesn't make knee-jerk reactions. You know, they're, they're all about their business. They got a plan. They stick to the plan. They don't get too high. They don't. They don't watch a guy score a touchdown and offer him a hundred million dollar contract. And they don't watch a guy have a bad game and say, "Oh, we're trading this guy." Right. You know that it's it's a complete shift in culture, and mm-hmm. I I love seeing it. And it, I think it goes to show. You know, we talked about finding the Dallas game in years past. The Browns lose that game a hundred times out of a hundred times. Yeah. Yep. You know this game, the Browns probably lose this game in years past. Uh, the Colts game definitely lose those games and instead of finding ways to lose we're finding ways to win and it's it's weird you know i've never seen it from it a still feels like scene. a dream type situation like this isn't real life yeah yeah uh back to our defense kind of a thing that uh we were on the field for 57 plays on defense which was a huge decrease we had played 70 or 62 against the sealers 73 against cincinnati and then it was 71 against Oakland. And against Oakland, it felt like it was 171. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, big <laughs> decrease in that. Uh, Denzel Ward, B.J. Goodson, who, you know, we were kind of looking for our, who was going to be our linebacker. I tend to see Goodson 
and Malcolm Smith kind of being yeah. those guys in big plays and making big tackles. Goodson's rather great than, against the run. Rather yeah. than Mac Wilson's kind of still, and he's, you know, who knows if he's 100% healthy. Um, but Goodson played every snap. Terrence Mitchell played every snap. Ronnie Harrison Jr., we're, you know, we, Dude, he looks he, awesome. He's, he's a budding, reason he's a uh, Watson he played every did not snap. do anything as far every as. Every snap he played yeah. uh, this week. Uh, and also, uh, we talked about the bye week, and we've been preaching this, uh, the Sendejo. Oh, factor well, of him being on the field. So Redwine actually got more involved at the free safety position, uh, played 17 snaps. Sandejo only played 45. So maybe some changing in a little bit in the guard there, you know, putting Redwine in some situations, slowly pulling Sandejo out a little bit. It'll be interesting to see in the weeks to come. I'm excited for this defense next year. Yeah. You know, yep. I want to see Delpit with Harrison Hopefully. out there. I want to yeah. see, yeah. I want to see I want to see Greedy Williams play a football game sometime, please, <laughs> because he's supposed to be awesome. Yeah, and be nice. and we saw him last year play like solid at times, but he was definitely a rookie. And I, we thought maybe you know this year he was going to make that jump. I mean, I don't even know. Is you on the team? I'm uh, I'm looking <laughs> up what's going on with him yeah. right now. You know, I haven't another, heard anything in a while. Let me know what you guys thought. Um, but I thought Taki Taki played okay too on defense yeah. this week. So I, I see him a little bit more often, you know, on the screen when I'm watching. Like he's getting in there, he's making some plays. I, I think I sent you guys a text on the one kickoff. I saw him make a tackle, and I was like, "Why is this guy on kickoff team?" Right. Our defense is awful, and you got our starting linebacker out there on kickoff team. Right. Well, we gotta have somebody make a tackle. Well, maybe that's I, why we. But he's, he's young there. too, so maybe they're like, "Hey, you gotta get Use out there. Got to get out there and get experience." <sighs> I. I just know well, I saw him make a tackle that. on the kickoff team, and I was like, Ugh. I watched Rob Gronkowski season end because he was blocking on a PAT. Well, you also don't know, too, that maybe whoever was in that position, that he had to jump in real quick because maybe somebody had a tweaked ankle real true, quick. or true. Right. I, Who knows? Equipment malfunction. I don't know. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Which you do kind of see that stuff from time to time. I was watching Monday night. Rex Burkhead was on the punt team. <laughs> After so, he's got two touchdowns. Yeah, he's got two touchdown catches and just ran on third down. And I'm like, oh, they must be going for it. No, here comes the punter and Rex Burkhead's <laughs> on the punt team. That's just the New England way. I mean, Rob Gronkowski literally broke his forearm because he was on PAT team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's kind of, I think we threw some love to the defense, the offense. You know, what we didn't like about this game, you know, not a lot to say here. You know, there wasn't a lot not to like about this game. You know, the only thing I said is I'd like to see more out of the passing game, but as we touched on, you can't really judge that these last two games. No, not yeah. at all. I there was one play that sticks out in my mind in this game, you know, when it comes to the pass game where Baker overthrew Jarvis for what would have been a touchdown. And it wasn't the overthrow so much that killed me. I don't like it, but you know, again, playing in seventy one mile per hour wins. What I didn't like is there was almost no pressure. Instead of you know, instead of stepping up into the pocket and having his feet under him so he can make a better pass, fan and pressure, and he just bolts to the right. And I'm like, please stop doing that. Yeah, and I wonder sometimes how much of the he doesn't seem to navigate the pocket that naturally, no. and I don't know if that's because of his height. I think it has to do some of that, and I think it has to do kind of just what he's been accustomed to the last couple of years. It's like almost second nature. I don't, I don't know if Baker really even at times realizes that he's doing it, but he's so accustomed in the like past two years of, I'm going to get hit, I'm going to get hit as soon as it takes more than three seconds. But you definitely do not see him navigate the pocket 
um, like a tall, like taller quarterbacks do. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, in defense of it being maybe the height thing, you see Drew Brees gets outside the pocket a lot. Um, a Russell Wilson gets outside the pocket a lot. So Kyler. I think that does. Yeah, th- those things. It's designed to try to so he can see over his lineman. Um, but definitely not comfortable at all. And he does do it on plays where there's no pressure at all, and you're like, man, there, there, you got one wide receiver going to the right. Why are you rolling that way? Yeah, just step. I just want to see him step up into the pocket and deliver a good throw. And, you know, that's what we talk. We're going to get into this Eagles. The best part about the Eagles team is their front. And their yeah. front. We, you know, it's going to be tough for Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb to both run for over 100 yards this game. Baker is going to have to make a couple throws. Do we feel confident he's going to do that? Yes. I think so. I guess I, we'll see. I, say, yeah. I, I still have my confidence up just because, because these Odell's last couple out of weeks. Because Odell's out of the lineup. Okay, let's call it what it is. <laughs> yes, because Odell's not. <laughs> but every game we've seen of Baker without Odell, he's looked good. Now, are these has last he two good games. good or does he look efficient? Oh, he I looked f- very good against Cincinnati. Okay. That's against who doesn't? <laughs> but here's my thing. I, I, I maybe I have higher standards. My goal for the isn't to win ten games and make the playoffs. My goal is to win the Super Bowl. Let's take baby steps here. Yeah, as I, Cleveland I'd, fans. Let's take, take some playoffs. baby steps. We I would have, take taken, I would take a winning record for once. We yeah. haven't seen that. That's not my goal. That's true though. I, I, That's I, not I my can goal. kind of see what Blake's saying though, as far as because you're saying baby steps, and then there's Miami down there who absolutely was horrendous last year. Now all of a sudden it's they like, were literally they're a team to yeah. They they were supposed to be tanking. I don't think they ever were tanking. Actually, they didn't even no. I, and I don't they, think Flores was yeah, letting Fitz Magic out there. Very just, good. They were trying to tank and couldn't. The, the front office was trying right. to tank. Yes. The, I mean, the, like I said, not, the coaches, yeah. players on the field. You guys come to practice every single day. You work all year for this. You're not going out there purposely right. trying to lose a game. So that's the Jets. <laughs> yeah, they're so bad, man. Well. <laughs> They're just letting Adam. They're like, just keep losing, man. Yeah, well, because they know if they put Greg Williams in there, he'll. They're like, going to win a game. They'll yeah. win, a, win a one or two games, <laughs> yep. and then Dallas will get the first pick. So you know, it's, I saw this thing that's kind of crazy today. Is in every offensive statistical category that means anything, and then some that don't mean anything. Worst team in the league is the Jets. You know who's right, just barely above them, the Bears. Oh, the Bears. Oh. Man, <laughs> Nick Foles is terrible. And I've yeah. been saying that since uh, they put him in as starter. And go ahead. It, uh, Mitch, get that shoulder uh, healed up because he was inactive this week. Mm. They put him back in. And Bears fans will love him again. Yeah. They'll be all about Mitch Trubisky because he'll probably come. I don't know who they play this week. They'll probably come out and they're win. They're on a bye. Oh, they're on I, a bye. Yeah. Oh, so he'll be healthy. <laughs> Nick Foles, he, yep. I don't know what happened on that play. He just got slammed down. Got, yeah. I, I mean, he hammered. got – got, uh, T- taken off his feet and just right down on his hip. I don't know. I didn't see anything. Of what I got an said. update on my phone. It just said Nick Foles fell hard. <laughs> fell hard. <laughs> Cart, Cart is coming out, and I was like, I, I don't even care. So I was I, I was watching the game, and they were trying to go down the field, you know, to get a touchdown, which I knew wasn't going to happen because they couldn't do it for the entire game. <laughs> um, and Nick Foles was under center, so I knew that that wasn't going to happen. Uh, so he gets slammed down on that play, and you see everybody around him. And I saw the guy, the one trainer, turns over to the one sideline and kind of gave a steering wheel gesture. I'm like, oh, this must Bring be real cart. serious. You know, I, I saw an update that he didn't really suffer an injury, at least so far. Like they're still looking, but I don't know. it's just I, like maybe I don't they know. radioed in and like, hey, you're going to take a hard fall here, and we're going to yeah. write this off so everybody still loves you. But Mitch is starting after the Look, bye. I was <laughs> I was watching that game last night, and I was just thinking like how 
fortunate, I feel, to have the Browns right now doing what they're doing because they're exciting to watch. They're fun to watch. If if there weren't fantasy implications in that game last night, I'm not watching that game. No. That was yeah. so boring. I mean, it was super boring. Th- that Bears offense is it's hard to watch, and I feel anything. so bad because their have, defense is so good. Their defense yeah. is awesome, and yep. they got some players on offense yeah, that are good. Do. I mean, Allen Robinson is he could be an elite wide receiver. He just doesn't have a quarterback. Yep. No, Anthony Miller looks good. Mooney Mooney's, looks good. Mooney's a star. Jimmy he's Graham be hasn't been looked yeah. bad. Yep. You know when he's been able to get the ball to when they get the ball to him. They have a rookie or a second-year commit or another commit. Tight, yeah, yeah. A a tight end. Yeah. He's pretty good. So, I mean. I saw Lamar Miller some, out there a little bit. Yeah, they have like, some oh. players, and their offense just never does anything. And we've and been I'd, saying that for weeks. And I thought it was funny. Weeks. The narrative this week was Matt Nagy is handing play-calling duties to the offensive coordinator. He's going to step aside and, you know, let the offensive <laughs> Wasn't that his wow, thing? Wow, that didn't work out very well. Yeah. Yeah, that was his thing. Was He's supposed like to be an offensive guru, mind. Yeah. He was for a season. Yeah, for yeah, one, it yeah, didn't for last. One season. Yeah, we talked about this, you know. It was kind of like, you know, he he had a really good season, and the league figured him out. And you know, the same thing happened to McVeigh. Really good, league kind of figured him out. Well, then he he refigured it out. Yep. Uh, Matt Nagy has yet to do that. Yeah. So they said last night on the broadcast of that game, they were saying, you know, Mitchell Trubisky, everybody's and they know raving about him that he's been since this whole quarterback thing where they put Nick Foles in and he was the backup and he's taken it so well and you know he's he's been working along with everybody because he's probably in the head like thinking hey guys I beat this guy out in camp to be the starter you guys are gonna put him in for a few games and you're gonna have to come back to me so I yep. might as well just you know take my little rest here for a few weeks. Their, their offense is – it's like watching a 2012 Browns offense. <laughs> you know, uh, 2012, maybe that was the year Josh Gordon was good, so maybe that's – Yeah, that's not fair. Well, we probably, we had, and we probably had Brian Hoyer or something, so we were probably lighting it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Don't bring him up when we're 6-3 <laughs> and because the last time we had a record this good, then we went on to lose like seven straight. Yeah. Um, I, I looked it up. Nick Foles has a hip-slash-glute injury, and they said <laughs> if uh, – Mitch or Nick Foles isn't ready. They're going to turn to Tyler Bray. Tyler who I've Bray. never heard of. But fantasy was, people, if you need a, a he you was know. in. He came in the game on that drive. How do you look? Oh my! Don't he, pick him up. He huh? looked like a guy who <laughs> he looked never like his name was Tyler Bray. I've never yeah, heard of it him. It was it was bad. Yeah. He, which tough situation to come out there? Yeah. Can't expect. But anything. on the even just to sum it up, the Chicago Bears last play of the game. It's like fourth and twelve, fourth and fifteen, something, and they had to pick up the first down. And there's not much time left. And they throw an out. They're trying to get it to the sideline to be able to throw a Hail Mary to get it to, like, the 50. And the tight end didn't even run to the first down marker. The quarterback threw it to where the tight end should have went. <laughs> the tight end ran, like, an eight-yard out, and he just threw it to nobody. It could have been intentional grounding because there was nobody in the air. <laughs> I was like, man, what a way to end the game. That's the kind of stuff that used to happen to the Browns, you yeah. know, less than a year ago when Freddie Kitchens was our coach. All right, when don't we, make yeah. the, don't mention that name. <laughs> well, we ran a draw on fourth and nine or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so not a lot. Like I said, not a lot to not like about this game. We're six and three. Defense played well. Offense did just enough, uh, considering the weather. Huge win. We said you know the Texans game, the Eagles game were two games that you know were kind of kind of dictate the way the second half of this game was going to go. So came in, took care of business, one zero, you know, and uh, shut down what I consider one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Which I did not think was going to happen. No. I and <laughs> I mean, you can say the weather helped us, but at the same time, it, we also have to play against the weather too. Like, you know, the weather's there for both teams. So yeah, I think we did a really good job handling the situation, playing a, a good quarterback, a good offense. And we, 
I know we Mount touched on it too, but man, poor Deshaun Watson. Like literally, he just gets the ball and he's just like, "Where's Fuller?" God, <laughs> I literally, I just swear, he just he immediately it was just like, "Where's he at?" Every play. I swear, and they them trading DeAndre Hopkins is one of the worst things for Deshaun yeah. Watson. One of the best things for my fantasy team because I have Will Fuller and he's yep. finally, you know, he finally catches like a lot of passes yeah. every game. Yep. Um, so let's move into a little bit of an Eagles preview. Uh, I put a lot in the out the show outline today for this Eagles <laughs> yeah, preview. Thanks for that. Um, I put they suck hard. Make your arguments if you disagree. So All I'm right, ready to pick, hear your game arguments. Picks, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, hold on now. Hold um, on now. No. You know, so for me, the Eagles. I think they're I think they're a super bad football team, and with a decent defense, but this defense isn't all world. The Giants just tore them up. No, I mean it's it's the Washington argument, right? Pretty good defense, you know, good defensive front and all that kind of stuff. Not a whole lot to write home about on offense overall. Not that great of a team. Carson Wentz is only completing fifty eight percent of his passes. He has 12 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. He's been sacked 35 times. Carson Wentz does not look good. They said uh, uh, Johnson's probably not going to play either. So, Miles Garrett, hey, you're uh, you're going to have a nice day. Hopefully. Lane Johnson. Yeah, the, Lane the, Johnson, the tackle. Is he right, ta- right tackle? Well, I thought he's left. Left but, tackle? Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Obviously, Carson Wentz can be very good, and we've seen at times where – it looks like the Eagles are down and out. Then he does some heroics and brings them back so they can lose by a touchdown late. But um, I'm just – I'm not really worried about this team. And I say this now, we'll come out and get stomped. But I, if the Browns play the way they're capable, we should win this game going away. And how irritating is it that these guys are probably going to host a playoff game? Maybe. I'm taking I'm taking the Giants That's in why that I, division. The Giants might be turning it around. You know, their defense is playing better. Daniel Jones, if he just doesn't fumble the ball when he gets hit in the pocket a little bit because he does that every time. Uh, they got some playmakers, really. And Wayne Gallman looks good at running back, yeah. guy that just hasn't been able to get the chance. They just He's been on the team now for three or four years. He was a beast at Clemson in college. Yeah, he was. And obviously they have Saquon, but every time Saquon gets hurt, you know, they bring in a Deion Lewis came in. He yeah. was going to be the guy, and they signed Devontae Freeman. Freeman. He was yeah. going to be the guy. Wayne Goldman is. He's like, you know, guys, I yeah, he, I can do it. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, I've been here. I know the offense. <laughs> Just give me a chance. And he's looked good the last couple weeks. Yep. Yeah, I mean, Philly, I've been saying it on this show all season long. We've been making our game picks. Whoever's playing Philly, give me them. They suck. I, and they do. Now, is there, does their defense – Go ahead, make your argument. I, I see you shaking I, your head over there. I just think that no, like, don't get me wrong. If we play like how we played ten, uh, the Texans, then we're going to be fine. They, it's not like they don't have guys. They don't have receivers. Like full, good. full, yeah. That's it. Miles Sanders, not a slouch. He's not a slouch. And if we play like we played against Las Vegas, we're going to get gashed. He he is absolutely good enough to gash us. He's got five hundred nineteen rushing yards on the season, and he was out for three games. At least two or three games. So I mean that I uh, he he is more than capable of tearing us up. Yeah, I mean running game is always it's always a concern when it comes to the Browns defense and everything. And yes, they have a good good running back, good run game. Receivers, you're right though. Who Nobody. They, yeah. Who are they gonna throw the ball to? They're not Alshon Jeffrey's not out there burning no, no, anybody. I mean Jalen Rager maybe yeah. could Greg Ward is that yeah. He's a former quarterback. I had to play him in fantasy one week. That didn't work. I lost. <laughs> yeah, oh that's thanks. Uh 
But I think that going into this game, I think we got to set the tone, run the football. Yep. Um, as good as their front is, they're giving up 130 yards a game on the ground. Uh, so well, and, and remember, week one when Baltimore was healthy and a tough run defense and somebody that you got to worry about, both of our running backs were over five a carry. Right. In that game. And so I, I think you got to come out, establish the run. I think the Eagles, they have a good defensive coach, Jim Schwartz, former head coach. Uh, I, I really like him as a defensive coordinator. I think that he'll try to, you know, game plan, obviously, to stop the run. That's what the Browns are going to try to do. I think that Baker is going to have to come out and make some throws. I'm not saying Baker, and reading this article, I agree with it, um, that you know, Baker's great game is going to be like a 75% completion percentage for the game and thrown for, you know, 200, 225, 225 yards. That's a great game from Baker if he can do that. You know, a touchdown, just no interceptions. I don't even care if he throws a touchdown. If we get down there and we run the ball in for three scores, I don't. I, that, that part doesn't matter. But like a big high completion game, 200, 225 yards. This article kind of says, it says the day that Baker Mayfield is out there thrown for 350 yards and some touchdowns is because you were behind and you were probably going to lose. Look at Dak. I mean, he was throwing for 500 yards a game. They weren't doing anything. I kind of agree with that. I think that that's like kind of the key to the game. Baker's going to have to make some big time throws. um, But I think with our offense, I mean, everything should be at at use. I agree. In this game. You know, talking about the the Eagles' vaunted defense, they've given up 27, 37, 25, 38, 30, 27. Yeah. Half get, their games are giving up almost 30 points. So, how – I mean, the defense isn't that great. No, no. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly – and I'm like you, I'm not that worried about this game. Now, as a Browns fan, historically, I'm always worried about every game. Yes. But the way it, this team's playing and – it's because I know that our run game is greater sign than their run defense. Insert team name on the other end of that equation. Browns run game with Chubb and Hunt together. Yes. Greater yes. than any. I mean. And I know where you're going with that. Yeah. yeah. It's the NFL. So if the Browns, if the Browns look past these guys or they think, you know, the Eagles, if they listen to my sh- the show – and they're like, well, Blake Renneker says the Eagles suck, so we don't have to try yeah, this week. Yeah, you can't week. do that. <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't do that. Because Carson NFL. Wentz can still go out there and win a game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And Baker can't go out there, throw three picks, and let's win this game. Yes. I, you know, multiple. He could probably get away with one. I don't want any. I, I don't want to do anything. Any, but we, <laughs> if you have multiple turnovers in this game. You might lose. You're well, probably now this- losing a low... 20 to 16, 17, 14 type of a game. This is a game where I can absolutely see Miles Garrett get another strip sack. Yep. Or just, I mean, this is a game where we could. Carson Wentz just stands there and takes sacks, man. Make, not not sacks, just absolutely gets destroyed. And even on plays like, like where he makes a like a decent pass play, he gets blown up. Yeah. He like holds on to it to the very last second. He's tough. Yeah. He's a tough dude. He it, is. I wouldn't be doing all that. <laughs> and call me crazy, I know Doug Peterson has a Super Bowl, but I like our coach in this matchup. I do, too. I have not been impressed with Peterson the last, what, two or three years. Ever since they won that Super yeah. Bowl, it's gone way down. Their play calling, they, it's like they don't do any of the stuff that Wentz is good at. It's almost like how we had you know Freddie last year with Baker, and we didn't do any of the stuff Baker was good at. They, they don't get Carson out of the pocket that much. They just let him sit in there and take it, and they're going to get him killed. And I, they might get him off the team. I, I was talking this morning. I'm not 100% convinced Carson Wentz plays for the Eagles next year. 
I don't know what his contract situation is. is. Like, do you do you guys know what it is? Off. Not, not okay. Not I can look I'm it up, sure. but, but I'm with you. Kicking. I'm with you. I could see it too. I mean, I don't know. I don't think he's I don't not know. a free agent. He's I not going to be a free looking, agent. Right. I can right. see them moving him because I don't think they love him. I've talked about this before. If they don't win this, the worst division I've ever seen in football. If they don't win it, they miss the playoffs and they win four games, five games. I could see them going to Jalen Hurts. I could see them rebooting it and call him. So they might get rid of their coach. I know he just won a Super Bowl, but how much? How many years does that buy you? Because in Philly, the, I think it buys them a long time. Because since the Super Bowl, they've been, they've not been that good. No, I mean, you're right about that. I, I, and Jalen Hurts played at Oklahoma, and if I'm, if if those are my two choices, I'm picking Carson Wentz every absolutely, single time because Jalen Hurts. I'm sorry, he was great in college because he was able to run the ball and he was kind of bigger than some of the cornerbacks that he was playing that were just out of high school. That's a lot different when you got a Ronnie Harrison's type safety and guys that are coming up and hitting you. And in some of these games where Jalen's been in to kind of play that Taysom Hill type of a role, he's still not as successful as what a Taysom Hill is. No, but I still wonder why they picked him in the second round if they weren't. You don't right, love your starting quarterback that way. if you're t- and then turn around and take Jalen Hurts in the second round. So and then the other thing, so and kind of the, your guys's defense, I think that. Doug Peterson's going to be there for a while. I think he, you know, just how Philly's been, he won him that championship, and they're going to be, they're going to love him forever. That's he'll what, never buy a beer again. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. That's what they say about him. Um, I don't know if that pick was for him though. You know, I don't think that that kind. I don't think a Jalen Hurts fits into the Doug Peterson type of a system like a Carson Wentz is supposed to, like a Nick Foles did. So what? So that tells you that they. Maybe that tells coach. Maybe that tells you something that they this was a tested year for both of them. If this is a Carson Wentz system, Carson Wentz doesn't fit into the Carson Wentz system right now. Right. You know what well, I mean? Well, and this- I think I think I mean he does, he turns the ball over a lot. Um, but the, like we said, the receivers he's got to throw to it's are super. Right. I mean, it's one right. of his one of uh, Travis Fulgr- Fulgham. Yeah. Is he's kind of lit it up this year because a, somebody has to. It's a practice squad player. It's yeah. it's it's kind of like the Colin Sexton for the Cavs. Is Colin Sexton yeah. good or, or does he just score somebody something a night because he has to score? Somebody yeah. scores. You know, you're not going to lose a basketball game 103 to 12. Right. You know, right. somebody has to score. <laughs> Unless so. it's a, a youth <laughs> basketball game. Yeah. You know, so I've watched the Eagles a little bit, and I think Fulgham to me looks good. Yeah, because he do, they don't have Ertz. Goddard's Deshaun Jackson's out. Deshaun Jackson's out. Yep. Alshon Jeffries never. I don't know never, why they're still yeah. paying him. Yep. Greg Ward was a quarterback. Yep. Uh, who uh, Jalen Rager's been hurt. out all year. Yep. Miles Sanders was hurt. Yep. Their other backup running backs, Boston, Boston Scott, Scott, five foot six. Yep. <laughs> so I mean, so, some of the offensive weapons is the same reasons we said you know Tom Brady wasn't couldn't wasn't going to go back to New England. Well, you could argue that. They might have more players than what Philly has. Yeah, well, and that's I, I. You brought up a good point there with all those injuries. That's happened to Philly the last couple of years in a row. Now it's like it just seems like every year everybody's hurt. But why is everybody always hurt? Everybody every already hurt, year. and they never bring like in the draft. You were like, man, they need to get Carson Wentz some help. They got to get him some like receivers. And their first couple picks weren't. Rece- I mean, they didn't do anything to get him any help. Well, they took Rager in the first round. Was he a first? Yeah, he was round a first pick? rounder. Okay, so they took Rager, but I just felt like quarterback, and then they take quarterback. Same thing with Green Bay, where Green Bay, Bay. we were like, man, they got to get Aaron Rodgers some help, 
and they take a quarterback early. A little different story, though. Turns out, though, that, like, Scantling's playing well now. Devontae Adams is good. Aaron Jones is good. It's starting to look like maybe. Jordan Love won't be their next quarterback either. I heard that he isn't fitting in the NFL, that he's got a lot of work to do to be taken. He was taken way too early. Really? That's fair. Like, maybe they were more confident in the weapons that they already had on their team than the fans were and everybody else was. They're like, when these guys are healthy, they're going to be good. Um, Because they look pretty good. Uh, So I'm looking at the points scored for the Eagles this year. 17, 19, 23. They only scored 23 against the Bengals. 20. Their two highest scoring games. Tell me how this works. 29 against Pittsburgh and 28 against Baltimore. Well, Pittsburgh, they? <laughs> Pittsburgh, they had the mile. They had the Miles Sanders seventy-four yard touchdown yep. run. So that, and then he ran for two more yards the rest of the game. Okay. So that kind of inflated that one a little bit. When I was looking up, you know, their schedule, and I was like, well, you know, they have kind of they put up some points against some teams. Um, so yeah. in that one, that kind of inflated that a little bit. They only scored twenty. This is a game that tells me a lot. Tells their last three games have been New York, Dallas, New York. They beat New York the first time, twenty-two, twenty-one. And then they turn around and lose 27-17 to them. So it tells me they're they're going one way, the Giants are going the other way. Yeah. And then this, I watched that Dallas game, and that was one of the worst <laughs> examples of professional football I have ever watched in my entire life. <laughs> it, like I said last week, if Dallas started anybody else at quarterback, they, they would have won that game by a hundred. That was they only and scored. Tw- yeah, they only scored twenty three points against that Dallas team. With one of the worst defenses in the history of football, and that and Dallas just kept giving them the ball back because Dallas went three and out almost every single time because Danucci <laughs> is like having Justin Charles out there playing yeah, quarterback. So here, so turns this out, game turns out when I'm like in the backyard with a couple of Bud Lights <laughs> yeah. and me, I can slang the ball around a little bit. Yeah, so I mean, twenty three to nine final score total yards for Philly in the game two twenty two. Yeah, we Dallas ru- had two sixty five. They out gained him by forty three yards. The Browns and rushed nine for like three oh four against Dallas. And they only had 200 yards of offense against that team. So, now, don't let them come out and light us up for 400 yards of offense, please. Let's, let's, let's build <laughs> on this. Well, it's, it's the big play. Like yeah. you said against Pittsburgh, like, if you can just not give up the big play, I think we're going to be okay in this one. And you can't let – I mean, and we talked about their defense kind of being – but uh, Brandon Graham, uh, super good defensive end, kind of their outside linebacker. He's got seven sacks on the year. Don't let you know a guy like that wreck your game plan. Shh. The last time I talked about a specific player not letting him wreck us, Baker <laughs> threw a pick six to him, third play of the game. That's true. So let's knock on some wood and not bring it. I can go six. back and edit that part out. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Okay. So just to wrap up Eagles a little bit, we want to see Baker make a couple big throws like we think he's going to have to. Stick with the run game. Now that we're all you know 100% healthy, both our running backs are back. We should be able to ground and pound these guys and don't let this inept offense have any life against us. Let's build on that good game against the Texans. Let's continue to play solid defense. This is a game where we should force a couple turnovers. They're prone to the turnover. You know, let's let's show that we're ascending. This would be the game to go out and win by a couple scores. Yes. Just to, no no doubts. I would love to be taking a knee with a minute and a half left and, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. Yep. Let's make a statement. Can you make a statement against a, a team that only has three wins? I think you can. I think you come out and you pummel them. Yep. And you and you show, you know, the Browns, they're going to be in the thick of things. They might not make it, you know, because the AFC is crazy this year, but, you know, they're, they're, they're going to be in the discussion. 
So don't come out and win this game by the skin of your teeth. Let's, let's pummel these guys. Yep. Um, all right, so that wraps up our Eagles preview. Now it's Zach's turn to lead this show. Uh, let's make our game picks for this week. And get it out of here so I can get some dinner. All right, so <laughs> recapping week 10. Um, we had a three-way tie for first. Three of us did well. Ten and four records for Blake, myself, and Josh. Justin came in at an eight and six. He's, you know, it's been known the last couple episodes. He's taking some risk, trying to make up some ground. He is. I'm not being safe anymore. Guys. He is now 21 <laughs> games behind Josh for first place. He's not being safe. He's got two accidental kids. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, for the record, that is absolutely 100 percent true. All right, the, 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 a little home life. They're beautiful. We love and adore girls. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Wow, little home home life here on the Dogs Podcast. So we'll see, we'll, we'll kind of go into uh, week 11, first game, Thursday night, kind of a big matchup, going to be a fun game, Arizona at Seattle. So I don't know what to do here. Yeah, no kidding. Every time I pick Please the pick cl- Seattle, so this is like a really good game, which the first, second time already that these two have met, um, first game was really entertaining. Uh, Arizona, it was the game. Seattle threw a couple picks. It went to overtime. Uh, Russell Wilson Great. threw a Sunday pick. Sunday night game. Yeah, yeah so Sunday it was it was a very entertaining game. So um, I'll start us off. I'm taking Arizona and their offense to keep rolling because I don't know if Seattle's defense can stop them. I agree. I think Arizona's going to win, so the Seattle's probably going to win if you guys want to pick the Seahawks. <laughs> but, uh, so I'm gonna, but I'm going to go with the Cardinals because that the Seahawks' defense is bad. And there's an, and they're playing in Seattle now. It'd be different if there were fans, absolutely. Because You're absolutely that right. that it cha- that that is I mean, home field advantage doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, but that yeah. does matter there. Yeah. Um. But I'm still taking. I'm taking Arizona. I gotta <sighs> go, go ahead, Josh. Yeah, you sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I gotta take Arizona too, man. I, yeah. And and you, what you said about you know Philly and New York doing opposite directions. I mean Kyler Murray and the Cardinals are going up, and Russell Wilson's throwing pick after pick after pick after starting off the season like almost perfect. Right. I think he's just he's, try, he's just trying to do so much. Well, that defense, you're right. The defense they don't have is any, so bad. Right. Carson's been hurt. He's supposed to be back this week. They yep. said without a doubt he'll be back. He better because I got him in fantasy in a bunch of leagues. So <laughs> I really need him to be back. It's crazy because Russell Wilson like goes out there thinking he's got to put up 35 points every game. Yep. Yes. I think it's just too much pressure. They were going into last game. They said he had never, like, it, his record on back-to-back losses or something like that, or just off a loss was phenomenal. Right. And they, he came out and put a dud. Like, they, I mean, a bad game. They better get the defense. It's going to cost him his MVP. Yep. I thought this I year was already Jamal Adams went out there and he's hurt. I yeah. mean, he's still playing, but I mean... I thought this was going to be the like the the year year like, that he was going to get he'll 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 get some votes, but I don't think it's I don't think it's his. he'll get at least who one. is MVP front runner mm. for you guys right now. Mm. I'll, I'll, I, who do you get? Who do you got? Who do you got, Blake? MVP right now. Man, I don't know. You guys go. <laughs> I go slow so I can think about it. Okay, I got I got three that I would pick between, and it would be Aaron Rodgers, Tom yep. Brady, Patrick yep. Mahomes. Mahomes, Mahomes oh. Aaron Rodgers came to mind, and Mahomes came to mind. Brady's had, Brady's had too many bad games for me to be MVP. I I would say that if I had to pick right now, I just had to give you one name, it'd probably be Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Just because, not that the other guys aren't playing at a high level, because Brady and uh, Mahomes both are. One, you know what you're getting with Mahomes. Kind of going into this year, everybody's kind of said that Aaron Rodgers is on the you know, last couple years of his career, he's fall. He's not the Aaron Rodgers of old. And he's came out this year and said, "Hey, 
you know. He just never turns the ball over. Yeah, he's and he's putting up big numbers too. It's not like he's doing like in the years past. He's thrown for two hundred twenty yards. Like he's thrown for three hundred plus. Him and Devontae Adams. When Devontae Adams is healthy, I mean they're hard to beat. Yep. yep. Um, and one team's figured him out this year, and it was Tom Brady in that in that defense down there. But since that game, they've steamrolled people. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, Justin, who are you taking here, Arizona or Seattle? So, I I, I really have to – I want to say Seattle, but it's just <laughs> – Arizona's playing really, really well. And I think that's hard to pick against them right now. Yeah, they're playing super well, and I really like DeAndre so, Hopkins. And this is what happens is we always pick, you know, a clean sweep on a Thursday night game, and guess what? We always get yeah, it wrong. Uh, so, we get Seattle, it wrong. congratulations. You're back, and they'll be talking about you on Get Up or, you know, Sports <laughs> Center or whatever on uh, Friday morning about how great you guys look. Right. Good for you guys. All right. Takes us into Sunday's slate of games Cincinnati at Washington football team. Ooh. I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to take. Alex Smith <laughs> is playing well. Comeback, by the I'll way, he's, what, he's pretty it. much shoe in if he plays the rest Comebacks. of the year. Comeback Come, player absolutely. of the year. Absolutely. I'll take the WFTs. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. I'll do it. All right. I like picking them anyway. It's fun. You know. Blake? I'm going to go Bengals. I think Burrow bounces back. He did not look good against Cincinnati or against Pittsburgh. Not a lot of people do. Well, I, for- I, I say all things considering, I didn't think he looked that bad against Pittsburgh. I mean, I've, I saw the Browns play Pittsburgh. That's true. And I was That's like, true. I'm out there. That's I'm very like, true. Joe Burrow threw a touchdown. I'm like, oh. <laughs> right? I'm like, oh, right. hey, I mean. Come on now. Oh, come on. We have one of those two So what you got, Josh? I'm going to take Cincinnati as well. I think that they've got enough uh, talent on that offense to overcome some things here. I'm going to also go with Cincinnati. Oh, there's uh, a game makeup there. Yeah, I, I like the I like the younger quarterback. Even though Alex Smith, I think this is a close game. I don't think either team, Washington could easily win. Mm. Um, I think Cincinnati, Joe Burrow finally gets another win. Uh, takes us into Atlanta, Blake's favorite quarterback, Matt Ryan, um, going against the Saints. And we still don't really know. Is it going to be Jameis? Or are we going to see Taysom Hill? Is it going to be, be a little Jameis. bit of both? It's not going to be Drew Brees. Yeah. <laughs> Drew Brees, I, he's got co- five broken ribs and, and a collapsed, collapsed lung. <laughs> he said, I will be back. Or I got a great medical team that he'll yeah. be back at some point. How about he has to go to the sideline and be like, listen, coach, my whole rib cage has collapsed. Please, <laughs> I can't be affected. Yeah. Get me out of there. And, then and, then, and there like, was still oh, okay. a conversation. Like yeah. They were still like, oh, are you sure? Like, Yeah, like this is a big game, Drew. Yeah. So it's, just, it's just a boo-boo. <laughs> how about these two? Somebody Can somebody get the needle uh, that Tyrod? Yeah, oh, right. bro. <laughs> These two reports at the same time come out when Drew Brees gets that injury or after the game it says, you know, two to three two to three weeks he might be out. Next report I read, and they're both at the same time, says hopefully he's back for the playoffs. Yeah. Greg, Greg McElroy on ESPN what? said he's had this injury and he said he'd be shocked if he sees him before the playoffs. I it would doesn't just, look good. I think he just because I think they're they're sitting obviously in a good spot, yep. even with Jameis Winston at their quarterback. You know, it could he, be more explosive. You know, big plays to he's Michael. Got an arm. Tom- yeah, with Michael Thomas being back now, and you still got Kamara. Yeah, and he's real good. Yeah. So they still have a lot of pieces there. Absolutely. Um, cool. Give me Atlanta. Taking Atlanta. Absolutely. Ooh. Absolutely. On the road. Absolutely. Okay. All right, Josh. What are you thinking? A Saints. dome's a dome, bro. Saints. 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 Cool. Another game. <laughs> I, like I am this. going to pick Atlanta as well. Oh, okay, cool. Thanks, I'm going to go Atlanta as well in awesome. this one. Um, High-scoring game, Yes, yep. I think. 
because uh, Calvin Ridley hopefully will be back. Uh, we got Pittsburgh at Jacksonville. Pittsburgh, uh, yeah. Even though I'll give, <laughs> I, I, you know, Mike Tomlin came out and said this too. I give Jacksonville credit. They come out and they play hard every week. Yep. They you know, do. for a team that it's got a one and eight record, I think now he said that his level of respect for their team is well. They, you know, everybody gave them crap. Said they're tanking. They're trading away all their good players and everything. Were they trading away their good players, or were they just getting rid of all the attitude and bad? Yeah. yeah. Didn't yeah, they, you know. they had the Packers on the ropes. They, like, had, them, and, they had them on the ropes and big time. And the week prior, they could have beat Houston. Yep. I mean, Jake Luton, you know, played a great game two weeks ago. 300 yards and a rookie debut. Yeah, yep. so, um, but I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> All that being said. Yeah. Right. Blake, you taking Jacksonville? No. Hmm. If Gardner was back, would you take Jacksonville? <laughs> Probably not. I'm going to go after the record and say no. Uh, okay, this team kind of a lot of talk about them after their big win this week. We got the New England Patriots taking on Houston coming off of a loss. 2-7 and seven Houston at home against Belichick and Cam Newton. Patriots. I'm going to say Patriots because if the Browns defense figured out a way to shut down the Texans, Belichick can figure out a way to shut yep. down the Texans. Josh? Man, is this one tough. I, I will, you know, give me Houston. All right. Why not? They already used all three of their first half timeouts. Game <laughs> yeah. Yet. Well, okay. And going back to that, that was so cl- that was like a Freddie Kitchens Browns Hugh Jackson type move of well, we were, it was fourth and like three or four at like midfield, and you get the Browns lined up with about twenty seconds. To we go weren't going to call clock. timeout. Yeah, and they called the timeout twenty seconds ago, and Baker's just sitting there, hut, 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 trying to get him to jump off sides. <laughs> yeah, and everybody knows what's going on. And there's Except like there's like three <laughs> seconds left on the on the clock, and they called a timeout. I could not believe what I it, especially it took them down to one because they already yeah. had to call a timeout earlier that they shouldn't have called. You think they fire Romeo too? They just keep just man just going through no. coaches. No, talks inside the organization. I just I saw this yesterday. Very real talks about bringing back Romeo next year as the head coach. Man, Man you know what? Now I want to switch my answer, and it's only because <laughs> oh it's only because I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that Romeo was oh, the acting head coach. Forget, Bill's man. not going to lose to somebody who used to be on his staff. Yeah. You take it. So you're tree. changing. You're going to New England. Are you changing? I, can I change? As soon oh, as you change. Romeo, I'm like, I haven't picked yet. So like, there's no way he can. he's going to let Romeo beat him. So you're taking New England now. Yeah, I have to. I'm taking Houston. I think Deshaun Watson bounces back in this game. I'm taking Houston. Um, so hopefully I'm right. And Josh will wish that he didn't switch his pick. Um <laughs> Phil, oh, no, we're going to skip over that one. Yep. Uh, Detroit at Carolina. No CMC, I don't think, again this nope. week. Nope. Sorry, Blake. And DeAndre Swift, you're, you're well, coming, you're coming starting around. To, starting to figure it out you're, a little you're bit. You're starting Give to come DeAndre around Swift for my... And yes. remember that Bridgewater did go out with an injury in this mm-hmm. game. They and said, their backup quarterback yeah. is who? They don't know yet. No. They said, <laughs> so, well, both, uh, both quarterbacks in this game a little banged up. Matthew Stafford has a partial tear and ligament in his thumb. When doesn't he have Bridgewater <laughs> He'll expected play, to though. practice on a limited basis. He has an MCL sprain. Um, I'm gonna go with Detroit. Who who did I picked against Detroit and then they, that dude made the fifty nine yard field goal. Well, yeah, Prater. Yeah, man, Alex Smith does what he can do to go down there and he, they just gave him too much time. And Matt Stafford if there's a quarterback out there in the NFL with like you got a minute left to try to get you in yep. a scoring range. To, uh, he's one of the best. 
I mean, he does it week after week. It, the game one or first game of the year, he threw. I mean, DeAndre Swift catches that pass. They win that first game. <laughs> yep. David and Joker did. <laughs> <laughs> sure did. Absolutely. Hopefully the chief isn't watching our podcast right now. Uh, so, Blake, you're taking Detroit. I'm also taking Detroit. I'll take Detroit. I am too. Yeah. I'm gonna take Carolina. Oh boy. Okay. Gosh, I don't like. Who's making this. up games here? <laughs> yeah, I don't like this. Uh, but I'm gonna take Carolina. I. I mean, they're wide receivers. Hopefully, if Teddy Bridgewater plays, I really like my pick. If not. I really don't. I'm hoping yeah. Matt Stafford doesn't play. <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right. So I think this is the biggest game of the week. Yep. A um, lot of implications going forward that the UK, we might circle back to this playoff standings Tennessee at Baltimore. Mm. Baltimore. Both Baltimore. teams kind of underperforming right now. Yep. A lot of injuries for Baltimore. Tennessee's just not really playing well. And their defense isn't what it is what it once was. So Justin's I'm taking, taking yeah, I the, want the Ravens. Ravens. You want Lamar Jackson. Yeah. You know what's crazy you know, is A.J. Brown literally dropping a touchdown. That oh. game could have been very different. Yeah. Give me the Titans. I think that Baltimore is on a decline. You know, they were so high up last year with that offense, and it's just not the same. No. They're 6-3. and three. Fans are bailing on them. <laughs> they don't know what it's like. This This is a tough game for me to pick because – like you said, both teams are kind of, you know. This is almost. I mean, this is in theory a must-win for these teams at the, yeah. right now. Yeah, I'm gonna go just because I'm just envisioning Derrick Henry running all over them in the playoffs last year. I'm gonna say he's gonna do it again. So I'm gonna okay. go with the Titans. I'm gonna go Baltimore, even though I would be very happy if Tennessee wins, and Correct. if we win, we'd have a better record than the Baltimore Ravens. How yeah. awesome would that be? That so, would, well, and the thing is, I go back to what Damian Harris and the Patriots did to him, right? The other night, and it's like Derrick Henry should be able to do that. You would think you would if they think come so, out, yeah. if Derrick Henry can't come out after what we just saw that New England was able to do right. with less talented running backs, there's something wrong with Tennessee going forward. You know, this is kind of a we got to take a look at what we see in this game and maybe assess what Tennessee, what we think of them going forward. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how this game goes because we're going to get to play Tennessee here soon. So, um, Jets at Chargers. Anybody taking Adam Gase to knock off Justin Herbert? Justin Herbert finds keep, ways I to lose. I just keep picking the Chargers and they just keep. Not cashing it in for me, but they're always there. So keep giving me the Chargers. All right, so I'm going to take. I'm not. The I'm Jets not bailing on that. On the, <laughs> Normally, I sp- I pick the Chargers to lose, even though they'll have a lead with a minute to go. Yep. This time, I'm going to say they hold on and win. Chargers. I thought you were about to pick the Jets. I was going <laughs> to no. clutch my chest. Hey, if Joe if Joe Flacco is at quarterback, he might do something stupid and win a game for you. <laughs> uh, all right. I t- I'm taking Chargers as well. Um, surprise team of the year, other than maybe Cleveland. Um, Miami Dolphins, Josh's second home down there. Yeah. I guess. Uh, against Denver, Drew Locke day-to-day with an injury. Um, not 100% sure he'll be ready on Sunday. I don't think if he was 100% healthy, he'd be ready for Sunday. <laughs> Their defense is legit. Their defense Miami is, is Miami's defense is give, awesome. Give me, give me Miami. Broncos are 
terrible. It seems like not that long ago we were like every time Josh picked Miami, we're like, "What? You're crazy!" <laughs> right. And now it's like, "Oh, that's the smart pick." Yeah, right. uh, I'll take Miami. Yeah. Uh. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins also. Yeah, um, I wish you. they'd lose though. I, we need them to start losing some games. We do, but man, I tell you what, it's not gonna be Denver. Denver's not gonna nope. beat them. No, nope. All right, I'm taking Miami, so that's a clean sweep there. Okay, Dallas at Minnesota. Minnesota. Kirk Cousins finally getting a Monday night football win. His That's a crazy stat. One and nine now. That's wild. He was 0 and 9 going into last night on Monday night. I'm going to go with the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. The Cowboys are mm. garbage. But they just hung with Pittsburgh. Who's 8 0? Who's quarterback in this week? <laughs> That's the real question. Is Dalton? I think Dalton's back. Yeah. Dalton's back. They're saying he should be good. I'd have rolled with Gilbert. I'm, I'd have rolled with Gilbert, too. Gilbert looked good. He looked he better than Dalton did. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Dallas. I think Zeke has a game. Yeah, well, I hope so because I've been waiting for that all You're going to pick now. Dallas when they got Dalvin Cook? The Browns rushed for 300 yards against this team. You're going to pick against Dalvin Cook? Hey, do you want a game on me or not? He's <laughs> 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 yeah. switching his face. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Minnesota as well. Did I already pick? Nope. Oh, Minnesota. Yeah. Okay, so Sorry. Josh, you're by yourself there. I know, I know. Uh, another well, big game for the Browns. Huge game. Yep. Uh, implications moving forward. We need this team to kind of lose a few going down the stretch. Green Bay at Indy. Rodgers versus Rivers. I will take the MVP, Aaron Rodgers, and the Packers in this one. So I'm also going to take with the Packers, but to me, this is a, a kind of like a, a narrative-changing game. You know, sometimes the Packers – We'll go into one of these bigger games and kind of lay an egg. Yeah, kind of like they that's that Indy. So, but I'm going to go with the, the Packers. And come on, Aaron. We need Justin. You. I said horrible things about the Colts last And week. then they looked good. <laughs> yeah. They looked real good. Give me the Packers. Colts man, suck. And the how, Colts did look good last week, Colts man. Suck. How about <laughs> How about the Jonathan Taylor kind of falling away? And, and Hines and is, Hines the, is guy. the guy. You want to know the comparisons the I'm guy. hearing from uh, about Jonathan Taylor is to Trent Richardson. Oh, mm. no. Because they, they're hitters. saying that both both that guys jersey. were very good at running into the back of their linemen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the only good memory I have of Trent Richardson is he dragged those three guys into yeah. the end zone. That's the only good memory. That's it. Yeah. I still have his jersey in the back of my closet. You didn't burn it? No. Uh. I have a couple. It's like him, you know, Johnny. There's a few of them back there. You gonna wear those to the dogs podcast? I, I, no, never. <laughs> we I could, never. We could hang, hang them on I the could, back wall. <laughs> I could probably go and get all four of us uh, those jerseys at Goodwill for about four dollars, <laughs> and that nice. might be a, uh, overpayment. Yeah. Right, all together four all bucks. T- absolutely, yeah. <laughs> on that budget, yeah, I could do it. Uh, okay, so rematch here on Sunday night: Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes off a bye, taking on the Raiders. Raiders beat, beat them first time this yep. year in Las Vegas. The only them. loss that Kansas City has. We need the Raiders to lose. Yeah, we do. And um, so we need to have a better record than them because they beat us in a tiebreaker. Yep, I'm going to go Chiefs. I, I see. You know, they're not going to lose both to to the Raiders. I'm coming off a bye. Yeah, I don't I'm, know. I'm taking Chiefs. Chiefs. I'm taking Chiefs as well, but this is going to be a good game. I don't game. know. This Chiefs. is going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. I would not be sh- – I mean, you'd be shocked if Vegas beats them? Kind of. A little bit because I, would not I, I just be. do not see them sweeping the Chiefs. I, I don't, We'll see. I'm not changing my pick, though. Uh, okay, takes us to Monday Night Football. Another game. good another good game. Yeah. Uh, got the Rams taking on Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. Give me the Rams. Also Rams. the Rams. 
Blake was the only one that picked the Rams yep. last week. Got it correct. I'm just not 100% sold on Tampa Bay yet. Antonio Browns just keeps getting doing stupid stuff, too. Yeah. He's getting investigated already. Again. Yeah. Like, Come on, man. From the love of my fantasy <laughs> That's team, decent please game, don't seven, do this. Seven catches, 69 Great. yards they in leaned second on him week. Big time. They leaned on him big time. And then he just, you know. Yeah, something with a throwing, camera. Throwing bicycles at people. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wish camera. I could do that kind of stuff. Just... But I heard that that was all before they signed yeah, him. Yeah, absolutely. But they and, were aware of it. And that he's, like, yeah. apologized, and he paid to replace the stuff camera that he broke. and the bicycle. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he's, he's turn, he turned the right page. That's right. Uh, so, who you got, Josh? You know what? Give me the Buccaneers. Give me Tom Brady on Monday night. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's not a bad pick. I mean, this game, honestly, this is a tough it's one. A to- it's it a toss is. up. I'm taking Tampa Bay as well. Yeah. I'm taking Tampa Bay. Uh, Ronald Jones is definitely their best back. <laughs> uh, for you that don't know, Blake is just, uh, he's pleading. He's calling Bruce Arians every day, every night saying, give Leonard Fournette the ball. Yep. Please. Uh, and then all Ronald Jones does is have a 98 yeah, yeah. yard yes. touchdown run. <laughs> I'm done talking crap about people because <laughs> what do you do? Fumble on like the second or third play of the game. And yep. I text you guys. I'm like, this guy is blank. <laughs> and, and then he rips off a 98 yarder. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that we'll go circle back up here. Philly at Cleveland. What's your pick week 11 Do the Browns get another win or do we lose? And now we're looking at a, we got to circle another game to win on the schedule. Don't say that. Browns 27-10. Oh. Browns 27-10. All right. I would like to go Browns, and I'm going to go 28 to <laughs> 11. Where, where are you getting these numbers from? 20, uh, 28-20. I'll go 28-20. Miles Sanders slips in the end zone, I think. Okay. What do you got over there? Uh you already know I'm taking the Browns. Right. Uh I'm going to go hard. yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the Browns and I will take the Browns 27 to 24. Okay, close game. Uh I'm going to go the Browns as well and it's kind of crazy that we're all around the same scoring. Uh I think they score 26 and I think we win 26-16. Nice. So I think that we all kind of you know, we're all agreeing kind of how this game's going to go. Uh, not a high-scoring game, kind of like an ugly run the football, yep. try to control the game for the Browns, and that the Eagles' offense just has a hard time scoring. And it gets kind of the narrative that we've set there. Um, so that ends all of our picks for week 11. So our total records after 10 weeks, Josh, you are in first place, 104 wins to 43 losses. Super impressive, bro. Um, Good for you. Myself, I am in second place, 101 wins, three games back with 46 losses. Blake, you sit six games back with 98 wins and 49 losses. And Justin, eighty four and fifty three. Okay, <laughs> don't even don't even give me that game's back action. <laughs> Just don't even give me that. No, oh, still man. doing better than uh, you know uh, everybody on Fox Sports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, thanks for checking out another episode of the Dogs Podcast. Uh, once again, thank you to everyone who's supporting the show by watching, listening, and sharing our episodes. Uh, we really feel like we're about to take the show, you know, to the next level. We couldn't be doing that without all of you, so we really do appreciate it. I think our last episode had over 20 shares. That's more than we've ever gotten, so 
please keep it up. We really appreciate everything you guys are doing for us. Uh, remember to check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And then, you know, tonight was the first time we were on the AGA uh, app. So download that on your smart TVs and your Rokus. Um, tune in next week to hear what we had to say about our game with the Eagles, or about our win against the Eagles, and then uh, our preview with the, for the Jaguars. Yes. Uh, have a good week, everybody.